0: Welcome to uh, Mosquito and TT's podcast.
1: And I'm TT.
0: I'm Mosquito. Yeah! <laughs> Woo!
1: Hooray! Yay! Okay so on this um, this is a kind of a experimental podcast where we will talk about whatever we
0: want. Isn't yeah, that so cool? Yeah it's weird. Um, so today we're gonna be covering like supernatural, creepy kind of stuff, just um, things we've been, we found online, um, things that have been discussed over a long period of time that are still either A, unsolved, or B, just really weird. Yeah,
1: and that's on period.
0: Pyramid!
1: Okay, okay, so we're gonna start off by talking about, like, reacting to one of the biggest um, internet mysteries of the modern era, and I would say, okay, it's probably one of the most interesting cases to talk about because of it has, like, a lot of different um, facets of it. So, it's like, it has a sutra- supernatural angle, it has, like, a crime angle, and it also has, like, a mental health angle, which is very interesting. And that is the case of Elisa Lam.
0: Pyramid! Okay, ah! what is your
1: first reaction
0: to this? So, okay, Juliana. the Elisa Lam story, I've actually watched many, like, shows on it. It's still crazy to me. I think, I think there's something wrong with her personally, like in her mind. Well, let's
1: let's tell them what the Elisa Lamb case is first.
0: Okay, so um, basically, Elisa Lamb was a a student living. I forgot it. Where did she live? She lived in Canada. uh, Yeah. Okay, and she wanted to go to California because she'd barely ever been anywhere in the U.S. So she decided to go to L.A. and she stayed at the Hotel Cecil. Um, which is known for its like high rates of crime. Yeah, like there's death, been like murder, there's everything. been
1: like so many cases of like because it's li- because it's located in Skid Row in Cal- in uh, downtown Los Angeles, it has like it's infamous for its high crime rate and everything. So it's like it's literally it you do not want to be there because people get raped, people get murdered, people overdose it's just a bad place to be
0: yeah and the thing is she didn't know this and it was a cheap place in Los Angeles she's like oh my god perfect so she booked it there because she didn't know anything at all about this but she booked a place there and after staying for about I believe four days um she went missing um and this case went on for a very long time too um, the police ended up finding no traces of her there for a while. Yeah,
1: it was about it was about like a, a month. Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. A almost, couple almost weeks. a month.
0: Um, um, and
1: they and they couldn't find her. And basically, she was not. She was an ordinary student who who really had no reason to go missing like this. So she was like she didn't have any you know existing like things that like oh. She's suspicious. Like, no one ever thought that about her. Yeah,
0: I mean, the most Um, things that she's dealt with is depression and just a bunch of other... And anxiety.
1: And a lot of people thought that she had... um, uh, I guess she was bipolar. People, like, she was, like, undiagnosed with bipolar disorder. Yeah,
0: because she used to write a lot of stuff on Tumblr. That was her favorite place. She literally documented everything. Like, I mean, everything. And um, there was, like, places in that Tumblr account that showed like it showed a lot of signs and most of her family thought it too um, But like, you know, it's not like crazy out of the ordinary. That's kind of like a normal person kind of thing Yeah, to do she it. was just
1: she just really put her like her digital footprint was just huge because she literally posted everything like from Oh I don't feel too well today. Or like, oh, I don't know what's going on in my life. She literally put everything out there, which makes it interesting kind of to paint the picture of Elisa Lamb as a person. Um, but let's go back to the story. So so she was she went to the, Cecil, the Hotel Cecil and stayed there, um, and she w- went missing. Um, and at first, no one really thought much of it because it was like, oh, people go missing and die here all the time, you know? Um, uh,
0: granted, it was... Um... Yeah, it was normal, but the police thought it was really weird for her, specifically the traveler, to just up and disappear. They thought, at first, maybe she ran away, she did something, but the thing is, she would probably keep up with what she was doing with her online footprint, everything else. Like, no sign of her from her family, but she called every day, by the way, when she was gone. Um, And she just stopped calling, I believe it was January something, I forgot the exact date. Yeah, it Um, was like, but
1: it wasn't, this took place in January. But anyway, so um, it was a few weeks that passed um, and all the evidence, they basically went through the whole hotel and they went through the security footage and really the, I think the most, in, like, the most famous um, aspect of this case is the video that came out.
0: The elevator. The elevator
1: video, which is is so creepy. It's
0: insanely creepy. She in the in the video, she walks into the elevator and she looks like she's like looking around outside for something, and she's making like weird steps. She presses every single button.
1: Yeah, well, I'll link it into the to the the description. She presses
0: every button in the elevator, and she just like she then like jumps out of the. elevator and starts making like weird hand and, motions. And it really it's her hand side.
1: motions that are just like so, that's what people have um, theorized could be like supernatural. I don't really believe that personally because I think she was just going through a mental like breakdown. I don't even know what was happening. I mean, she was known to be bipolar, so it could have been like one of her bipolar attacks.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but um, she also looked like she was like trying to hide from someone. It was really weird because whenever she went in it, she like went to a corner, and was like looking out, like just tr- looking like she was lost. And in this video, it lasts about three. It totally lasts four minutes, but it goes to three minutes and then she leaves the elevator, and there's just one minute of the elevator doors open. By the way, this entire video, this entire four minutes. Um, the elevator doors were open, like completely, which is yeah. very weird. Cause you know they like. Cause close usually elevators,
1: yeah. So so a lot of people thought that it was like um there was someone outside holding the elevator door open. So that's when people were like, okay, there's foul play here. Like someone did something to Elisa Lam. Um, but the thing is, though, there there they didn't think anyone was was doing it. Like they they had no idea um, who would be that person who would be the suspect because there were no prime suspects.
0: Yeah. There was no one. She had contact with few people. Like she went to the library and stuff. They asked everything about her, but no one could really say anything about her. Just like a hi, hello. And then a leave kind of thing. No one knew her there. She was utterly alone. Um, Mm -hmm. but after that footage got released, it went, Crazy viral. Um, people everywhere were looking for it. Like, where's Elisa Lamb? Where's Elisa Lamb? Um, and after about, I think, two weeks or so, these two um, tourists who were also at the Cecil Hotel were staying there and they noticed that the water was like really like brown and it like, yeah.
1: smelled weird. And it was like, it was not even brown. Sometimes it was like black water. It was like disgusting. And these people literally like brushed their teeth and and Showered. bathed, yeah, and it was, like, really gross. It was, like, this nasty brown water. So, yeah, yeah they thought that was really suspicious. Yes. And this is the gross part. So, I so, this Okay, part. okay.
0: So, basically, after they got yeah. enough reports, the hotel decided, okay, we need to do an inspection of the water. So, the mechanic went up to the four water tanks upstairs, um, well, on the roof. And he opened the first tank and there was a ladder up to it. and Elisa the Lamb's body was literally just floating in the water tank. The water that everyone had been drinking, using showering. Yeah, and like it, everything. Mm. for for about like a month almost. Yeah, and- it was
1: about a month and they it was and they like people were like her body was in the tank for a month, just decomposing and it, and like that's why the water was brown is like really nasty um but yeah and that's and that was the second thing that was like really weird like you know it's very rare to have someone like go missing who wouldn't usually be missing and then on top of that there's this weird creepy video and then She's found in this water tank. Like, it's just really, really weird. Yeah,
0: also, all of her clothes had sunk to the bottom of the tank, too. So she was just, you know.
1: Yeah, so that was another thing. It was like, okay, why would she take off... If she was committing suicide, why would she take off her clothes and, like, jump in? Like, that's really weird. Yeah,
0: like... It just
1: screams sexual assault.
0: Yeah, and no sane person would be doing these things. And to think of it, like maybe it was some sort of medication she took. Maybe it was someone drugging her. It's really weird because no one, even people that are drugged, normally don't act like this unless it's some crazy kind of thing. Yeah, like she's not mm-hmm. acting like her normal self. She clearly was in a psychotic episode, and it's. Weird to think how it would ever happen to her specifically.
1: Yeah, and, and and so that's when people started like, you know, forming like groups online to like to, to solve the mystery of Elisa Lamb. And it literally got it got so much media attention and they were like, there are still Facebook groups to this very day, um, talking about, you know, Elisa Lamb's case. There's Reddit threads, there's it just keeps going on. And for that reason, it's like one of the most important cases. Um, but but really, it was it was weird because one of the one of the major uh, parts of it that really helped uh, decide the um, outcome of Elisa Lamb's case was the water tank being open, like the hatch, yeah, which is like. It was weird because the hatch. I mean, was it open first or was it closed first? I think.
0: I, I think it was. It was closed. Yeah, it, it was, was closed. closed yeah. She opened it and it was closed. Because the thing is, it, I don't know how it would close, though when she jumped in. If she did, mm-hmm. if it there had to be some kind of outside source, but who would? Yeah. Be who with would, Her.
1: I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, they don't. They, he changed his story. Do you remember? He was like, he was like, oh no, it was closed, and then. Um, and then later he was like, no, it was open the whole time. So there's debate over whether the hatch to the water tank was closed or not, because, you know, if it was closed, that means who closed it. Like she couldn't fall in and then close it herself.
0: So, and the thing is people also like going back to the whole, like, oh, there probably was another party. Um, in the video of Elisa Lamb's like elevator thing. Um, people were, like, thinking that this one spot on the floor was someone's foot because it moved, and it wasn't her. They were thinking that maybe it was that other person, but there's not a lot of evidence pointing towards it, and it was also on her side of the, like, part whenever she was motioning. When she was motioning, she was motioning away from herself to the opposite side of the elevator. So it's really weird to... I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense. Nothing really adds up in this case. Yeah, it
1: doesn't. So um, now I think is a good time to talk about the theories. Um, And the theories of what actually happened to Lisa Lamb are, like, very – like, they're – there's a spectrum. So, I mean, one side really believes that she committed suicide, and that's what actually the police um, claimed, that she she committed suicide due to their, you know, not being any, like – Signs of sexual like abuse or drugs in her system. Like she thought that they, they they thought that she had a mental breakdown or something or some kind of episode. Climbed up on the top of the roof of the water tank and and fell in or you know and drowned. That's what they think happened. And then there's other people that are like, oh, there's no way that's gonna happen. There like that. There's no way that would happen. Um, she, someone killed her. And. The thing is, there there was there was a main suspect for a while. Um, do you know about that?
0: No, I don't. Like,
1: okay, there is this like there is this um this really like, I forgot his name, but he was this um Spanish, um death metal artist who was staying at the Cecil hotel Cecil Hotel at the time, and he was I he has like the stage name, but anyways, he basically posted um a video of himself at the Cecil Hotel. He's like, I'm at the Cecil Hotel, or whatever. And then, and then in the background of his, in, of, of his videos, first of all, his videos are really weird. They're him, like, it's, like, death metal music in the background. It's just him on the camera, like, staring creepily at the, like, camera and being, like, and making all these, like, weird faces. And it's actually very disturbing. Like, it's it's really creepy. And in the background on the wall are these videos, or, I mean, are these pictures of, like, these, like, women, like, underage women, like, tied up in the back. It was really creepy. So everyone was like, okay, this guy, like, was staying at the, the, the Cecil Hotel the same time Elisa Lam did. He probably did it. Um, but then, basically, he sent out this whole, like, he kept getting death threats and everything mm-hmm. and all stuff. But then he, like, came on camera and was like, it was not me. I would never do that. This is just how I express myself, like, with my art or whatever. Which I mean is kind of another whole argument, and like it's in your own sake, in its own sake, because it's like
0: that art could be killing her.
1: Yeah, it's like literally like yeah, my art is killing people. Period.
0: Yeah, like I mean, if you post a video of like people, like pictures of people tied up in the background, like of course you're gonna kind of be a suspect. Yeah, that's creepy. That's yeah, an and the,
1: and it's just really weird because it's like it's like the whole argument of oh, is going this far with your your darkness, your obsession with death—is that like an art form, or is that like actually unsafe? You know, so it's like it's like oh, I'm emo, and then you're like you're like literally like killing people. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's like, just
0: oh my god, it's another <laughs> like you know those girls that are like oh my god, I'm so quirky, I do this. Like yeah, that's like okay, yeah, it's weird, but it's like a form of expression. But like this is like a whole new level. Like you can call yourself whatever you want to, but killing people isn't a form of self-expression.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway, back to the thing. Um, basically, he got um, disproved as being the perpetrator. And so then that's when the police were like, okay, all the evidence really leads towards Elisa Lam committing suicide, which is really sad because it feels like... Wrong. It feels wrong. It feels like someone should have
0: it. It feels it. like something. someone did something to her. I don't know. It doesn't seem right for her to just go on a psychotic episode and kill herself. Like it that, just, it
1: if, it, if this it was like a TV fit. show, if this was like a TV show, there would be a killer. Like, it's, it feels unsatisfying. Like, the conclusion of her just taking her life, and it just, it makes this another, like, another angle of, wow, like, the, like, mental health is, like, really important to talk about, and if you don't um, talk about it, like, I think, like, I think Elisa Lamb really, like, bottled up a lot of, like, Bad feelings. Despite
0: and, talking about a lot of things online, I don't think she yeah. really expressed everything that she could have, um, especially leading up to the time of her death.
1: And she never told her parents about her her like depression and stuff. I don't think. I think she she I think her parents just thought she was just a happy go lucky regular you know twenty year old girl. But it 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 turns out she was going through quite a lot quite a lot more than that. So. Yeah, that's kind of the I think it's the time basis to of wrap it.
0: up this part of the <laughs> episode.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So um yes, so that was a very like sad ending and the next one is a little bit more spooky. But before we go to the next one.
0: Pee pee poo poo break. Yeah. Yay! It's Whoa! time for the
1: intermission. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsor. Radiant.
0: Free dreamy. Adrian the
1: fragrance. That was a word from our sponsor. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming.
0: Yay! End of uh, pee-pee poo-poo time. Yeah, that
1: was the end of the pee-pee poo-poo break. Um, I'm really like hoping that y'all enjoyed the pee-pee poo-poo break. I hope you got some snacks. Maybe went pee-pee, maybe went poo-poo. Um, so uh, the next story we're gonna talk about is a reddit story which we love Yay. reddit stories that's the like creepiest website in my opinion reddit Really? Reddit or like f- reddit, 4, reddit, 4chan like, 4chan It's not
0: creepy. Reddit has like like I mean oh
1: No, there are reddit. a lot of there's a lot of reddit stories that are about that.
0: I don't know. What would you deem the creepiest site?
1: Um I mean 4chan is really creepy. 4chan is. It's like really creepy. I would say Reddit though because there's like weird people that get on here and like yeah. and like like people like start like cults on Reddit and it's yeah, like Reddit really weird. has
0: like really creepy crap on
1: it. So um the next one it the, our next story is by a user from Reddit and this concerns um text from beyond the grave which me which ooh. basically ooh.
0: Ooh. Ah. Shut up. <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> so um text from beyond the grave which um. This might seem like kind of a sillier story because it's like okay, you're dead, you can't text from beyond the grave. But surprisingly, there have been a lot of cases where people like die and then people and then like the the survivors text their loved ones or something like just to cope with them and then they actually get responses from they're dead, lo- like yeah, like loved and not ones. just
0: not just like a new like phone. Oh, this person got a new phone number. It must have been no, no, no. no. Like this is like too soon to be, you know. Fake. Uh, yeah,
1: it's too soon to, to like to be a new number. It's the, it's like the same phone that's connected to it, and uh, a lot of them, a lot of the like uh, recurring tropes for it is like they're like, oh my gosh, like it, the the person who's grieving is like, oh my gosh, like I miss you and. I know this. You're never gonna get this message, but it just feels good to text text you. And then it delivers to the phone, and then and then they get a response. that's like we're watching over you or something like that, which is really creepy.
0: So we're gonna read it out. Um, so I'll this is this is about sh- this is
1: a this is a user on Reddit called um, cr underscore Jones, and the title of his Reddit thread that he made about this is I I just had the creepiest text conversation with my friend, and uh, the post starts off like this. Not too long ago, one of my best friends, Mario, and I were having a text conversation about making plans to go see the new It movie that is coming out later in September. Mid conversation, Mario started start, started talking about something completely unrelated and continually texting me a series of very creepy text messages. So this is I'll be, this is, this I'll is be the, Mario. Okay, cool. Yeah, I guess we'll just see who can drive. So this is a. By the way, this is the um, person who's telling the story. Cr underscore Jones. Yeah, I guess we'll just see who can drive that Friday whenever we meet up. We'll just play it by ear. What? What is this? What are you talking about? The thermostat. Stop touching it. How could I possibly be touching your thermostat right now? Are you drunk or something? Why do you keep texting like that? Then there was about a twenty minute pause, um, before he texted back. It's so cold. You're starting to freak me out, Mar. What is this about? And then I, uh, and then he tried calling him, but he didn't answer. Mar, can you answer your phone, please? Dude, seriously, what the heck are you talking about? It's so And then he tried calling him again, but nothing happened. Answer your phone. I'm going to kill you if this is a joke. That you're, you're genuinely starting to freak me out. And then there was another long pause. And um, the the guy said, "Mar, are you still there, dude?" And then, and then a long, a long pause happened in the, um, in the the conversation. And then the guys like tried calling him again, and then still nothing. And and so, but then Mario continued by saying, And please stop this. So as as the um the the conversation went on, the text messages started getting more and more incoherent. incoherent. Yeah, and it got, and and in the end it was just like this all this gibberish and whatever. And so okay, so that's creepy enough if your friend is doing that to you, but the creepier thing is that um it was re- so so the, basically the, the the user went to bed, and the next morning uh he got a uh around a thousand text messages from his friend Mario. And – which is really weird because, like, why would you, like, continue texting someone like that? So then anyway, so he was so creeped out by that. And then it was revealed that um, basically the police called him and apparently his uh, friend had died in, a like, a murder or something, which is really, really, really creepy. Um, but the, the, the creepy thing about it is that it was revealed, like – um, Mario started texting him at around six p.m. at night, and it and it turns out they they did the tests, and Mario's body was found to be you know dead deceased since um, around four. four p.m. Yeah, four p.m.
0: And he texted is, him between the hours of six p.m. and I believe two a.m. Yeah,
1: two a.m. And it was just like so okay, who has his phone? if he's dead you know
0: and why would they be saying it's so cold over and, and, over, and over and for over. just thousands
1: of messages that's really creepy um and then you know then the story kind of takes a turn when it's like oh his phone was in his house the whole time there you know his phone wasn't out anywhere his phone was in his house so who was in the house and who is texting him from this number like it wasn't like Oh, another phone texted him. No, and it was. Why this was phone. it in
0: the middle of him talking about going to see a movie with him? Like yeah. think about it. Like he wasn't by his phone, but yet he was it's weird. The timing's crazy.
1: Okay, so then the story really starts becoming weird. So basically two police officers went to this user's this guy's house and was like, Okay, yeah, your your guy your um friend was dead. And I don't know how to explain that this—that he was texting you, but for some reason he was. Um, so then, like, there was a time jump, and you know, it was just like, it was uh, this just a weird occurrence that happened, like, you know, and especially since this guy was like murdered apparently, um, it made no sense to why, like, he was texting this guy. Um, but then something happened um, that is really. Probably the creepiest part of the story. Basically, this user got a call in the middle of the night, and um, it was from Mario's phone, Mario's mobile phone. And um, basically, he answered, and and you know, he I don't think he had. I think he took um, Mario's contact away out of his phone because he was just like really scared by it. So he it was. It looked like just a random number. So he was like, oh, he thought it was like one of his friends calling or whatever. So he like answered, and he was like, hey, who is this? And then the scary part is Mario responded with, with Mario was on the other end it said, and he said the, I'm so cold, just like how he was like texting uh, him that message but he was saying on the phone and it was this like really creepy whimpering voice like I'm so cold. I'm okay, so Okay, that's not that
0: creepy, Ty. That's like... Okay, that, is, that isn't creepy. Okay, but, but you, 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 get get, you get the idea. You get the idea of
1: it. It's like, it was, but he was basically saying I'm so cold just over and over again and this guy was literally terrified. Like, I would be terrified if that happened I would like, literally okay, be scared out of my wits. Imagine if
0: I died and then... Okay, me, okay I, that I, would be funny. But okay, no, no, no. Imagine if I died and then after texting you a thousand text messages Saying I'm so cold, I called you, and literally it was just. Like, and you
1: were like, and you were like, audibly upset. Like you weren't like kidding. It sounded like you were actually like yeah. in. Danger.
0: After I died. Which is like after I died. Funny. Stop, Ty.
1: Oh my god, no. I mean,
0: TT, sorry.
1: It's yeah, sorry. My name's TT on here. I should be calling you mosquito. Sorry. Yeah. Mosquiki.
0: Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <just keep> going. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyways, back to this very serious, creepy thing. Okay, so. Um, basically the guy was like, is that you Mario? Is that you Mario? And he was just like at this point the guy's in tears because his voice is so creepy and Mario kept saying it's so dark in here It's so dark in here And then he started sobbing like this dead guy like Mario the dead guy was sobbing But how could he be sobbing and you know this guy swore that it was Mario's voice who was saying this? Like it wasn't an um, like someone... It wasn't the imposter. It wasn't an imposter. Yeah.
0: Like okay. No. Like my voice is very like like you'd be able to recognize my voice, right? Yeah. I don't like, think yeah. anyone
1: could fake your voice in me. Like tell like say oh, I could I could easily say oh that's not Juliana. Like I could I could or yeah. sorry mosquito. Yeah. I can never mm-hmm. pick that up. Um and so and then the creepy thing happened when like there was he was crying and then he stopped crying, and. And there was just dead silence over the call. And then you could hear someone else's voice in the background who was, it was like this really deep voice that was saying something like this, like mumbling thing. And then, um, and then Mario just hung up and it was, it was, it was like really creepy about how this is like unsolved. And this is one of the unsolved case cases, um, where there's not really any theories. It's just this, this story has just gained a lot of attraction um, it's around three year the case is around three years old. And it's like, how could he have like who was this guy? was it was an impressionist trying to like p- pull a prank on him? or was he actually from the dead? was he a ghost? Like
0: also, who would that other voice be? Do you think it would be like a murder or would it be something beyond the grave that we don't know about? Like that is the scary part. What if it was like pre-recorded? But even if it was, who would that voice be? Yeah,
1: and exactly. Why
0: would he pre-record that? Like, why would that be? No, I think the story is very like I don't know what I would do in this situation at all.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> like similar to Elisa Lamb's case, this story is you know unresolved and and really you know um, I invite all the listeners of this podcast to kind of think about. What is your theories on this? Like we would love to like hear your theories on why was like what happened here? Was it a prank? Was it an actual dead person from beyond the the grave that it's just like really creepy? Was it was this guy like fabricating this story because then again, this was on a a reddit thread? Maybe he was just doing it for attention. We don't know. We don't know. and, and that's the that's the beauty of it.
0: And how and also I would like you to think about, how this played out. Like, what do you think caused this situation? Like, what could be an explanation behind the entire thing? Not just... Yeah, because
1: I don't really know. I mean, do you have any theories?
0: I don't... I don't really know. Especially with this one, it's... It's hard to think about. It seems pretty straightforward. His friend called him from the dead, and, you know... Yeah, I mean, it it
1: does seem like this could be an actual paranormal case. It Um, It
0: seems to... Detailed to not be why would someone fabricate yeah this kind of situation yeah
1: when the guy's like is really 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 scared about this kind of stuff so um
0: yeah, yeah. well that's it that's um, our
1: podcast thank you so much for episode. tuning in first Woo! episode yay what? and you know next time we might talk about a more paranormal paranormal or probably some crime scenes.
0: stuff um yeah some more funny stuff and not just, yeah. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, we're normally really funny. I don't know. We're exactly. so funny. Like, we're I'm like, whole... he 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 he. Shut up. Oh, my God. Okay,
1: if you couldn't tell, she's, like, hitting me right now. She's, like, beating me up. Ow, ow, she's
0: beating me I'm up. up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah, well. Yeah, it's really and... easy to beat up, so. Shut up.
1: shut up. Okay, well, anyways, with that, we're going to end Mosquito and Titi's podcast. What?
0: Jesus loves me this I know oh.